1: Hi, folks. Be sure to visit my website at dr-history.com for a short personal video message, to listen to the latest stories, and to leave a comment. Good morning, sir. How are Good you, Dr. Morning. History? Great day. What are you Good. turning your phone off? Well, because I don't want you to hear <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of this show. Oh,
0: my. How are you? Great. Doing great. Good, yeah. good. Good. What are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, you know, last week I told you about our visit up to uh, Yellowstone uh, Island Park, Henry's yeah, Lake. Around... Uh, in Monta- Montana. Yeah. And the two ghost towns, which really are not ghost towns, uh, mining towns of Virginia City and Nevada City. Now, there's still people living Oh, there. yeah. 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 There's, there's businesses and a lot of things going on there, so... Definitely worth a visit over there. Uh, So you suggested we talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you... How far is it now? For people that have never been there, uh,
0: they could jump in their car uh, this morning at 11 o'clock after my program's over, and they could
1: be up there by 4 or 5 this afternoon. Easy, couldn't they? Okay. From here to Island Park is about three, three and a half hours. Yeah. And about another hour over to Ennis, Montana. There you go. Yeah. So not that bad. Yeah. Anyway, so... This is going to be this is called Virginia City's strange Chinese trial. By the way, I have a question
0: for you. Okay. How many Virginia Cities were in the West? Well, I know there's the California
1: one and, and Nevada, Nevada right. and Montana. And Montana. Yeah. There so you go. this is the one in Montana. So here's the I I'm going to start out with a disclaimer to our listeners in China. <laughs> if uh, by the way, we
0: do we do have, have listeners in China. We do.
1: And uh, if this is, um, how should we say it? if I need correcting on this, please get on my webpage and send me some information that will help me understand this. You're trying to clear <laughs> off the doorstep before you even made a mess. Before I step in it. Yeah. <laughs> I should have, anyway. Okay. So here it is. We've got two men, two Chinese men. Okay. Now, you've got to keep track of these guys, Seb. Okay. First one is A-yen. Oh, wait a minute. i got to write this down. Ah, yen. And ah, uh, wah.
0: <laughs> and ah, uh, wa. uh,
1: These oh, guys were. This is going to be a fun program. Yeah. These guys were up for murder, but the only thing resulted was a loss of white roosters. And a lot of chicken pie. And don't even ask me yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll get to you. <laughs> I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> and we'll get there. So uh, that was just kind of uh, to whet your appetite a little here. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Here we go. So trials, you know, were always well attended during the early days in Montana Territory. Uh, housewives welcomed them as an escape from the monotony of housework and businessmen as an excuse for the middle-of-the-week holiday. It was an unwritten law that all businesses housed, all businesses closed down at some such times to uh, eliminate unfair competition. Now it was not uncommon for many spectators to come equipped with a light bedding and basket lunches, which were placed on benches to establish a sort of a squatter's right for the duration of an unusual or lengthy court case. So this was the entertainment zeb back then is mm. a trial. Especially really? if it was a murder trial. Well, well, it was kind of the same way in some of
0: the parts of the Old West when they had a, a hanging. hanging. Oh, yeah. yeah. You
1: bet. Bring your lunch. Yeah. So, anyway, Bring your lunch? <laughs> I'd have lost mine. <laughs> so, anyway, the so-called Chinese trials in Virginia City was in 1879 and 1880. And this is a great example of this kind of entertainment. Now, it was held in a log cabin courthouse large enough to accommodate about a third of the citizens that wanted to get in. How many? I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't say. But they were, without question, one of the most irregular to come before a territorial jury. Okay? So, the crime responsible for the first trial was conceived in Virginia City's Chinese temple. Uh I'm going to show you a picture of that in just a second. Now, we're talking about Ah Yen and Ah Wah. Yes. Okay. Okay, so uh, this Chinese temple was a combination, kind of a fraternity house, a church, a gambling place, a place where the Chinese could just kind of go in and be among them. Yeah, you're in trouble. You stepped in. And that's all I'm going to say. (laughs) But this impressive landmark, which stood at the entrance, Virginia City was and kind of an unexpected bit of the Orient, and really out of place in Virginia really? City. Okay. But let me show you a picture of that. All right. See that? Holy! It's not a bad looking building no, at all. No, two stories. Two and, stories.
0: Got a porch on it and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah railing. Lawn but, uh, chairs really? out in front. Yeah. So, anyway, so it was at the center of this Chinese social activities, and no expense had been spared in this building. I mean, they. everything into it. So anyway, during the daytime, the occupants were overworked. You know, these guys really worked hard. They did. And they were, unfortunately, they were hated by most of the white miners who resented them for their ability to grub out fortunes, which they themselves had left in their search for greener pastures. But the whites still allowed them in that area to go ahead and build this. Right. And a lot of times the Chinese would go through the tailings and they would find gold nuggets that had gone through, uh, had been missed by the by the white miners. Ah, so. so they, yeah. So they actually could become quite wealthy. Yeah. Well. Now, so here they were during the day working real hard. So at night, inside the sanctity of their temple, the Chinese were they were important. And it was here that they kind of socialized and counseled and actually sat in judgment upon guys that were not doing what they were supposed to. There was one large room housed a variety of Chinese gods. Another room was divided to ceremonies suited to the Chinese. And another room paid their respects to Buddha. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that their uh, prosperity might be assured for a long time. Yeah. And several rooms were also reserved for the comfort of those who wished to just drift off into la la land uh, uh, with the fumes of the red poppy.
0: And uh, that red poppy was fairly prominent. It was a it, prominent poppy. It was called opium.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, murder was said to have been committed within the temple walls. Okay, inside. Now, how many murders were covered up? No white. Men Ever Wait knew. Minute,
0: they actually killed people
1: inside the temple? Well, we'll get, yeah, let me keep going here. Okay, go, uh, ahead, go ahead. To be sure, there were many mysterious deaths, but whether burying friend or foe, the Chinese always conducted themselves with pomp and ceremony. Friends and enemies followed the corpse to the grave under a shower of red paper strips. Now, these paper strips were designed to frighten away any lurking devils. Uh-huh. Okay, So that was just kind of a traditional send-off, I The guess. guy's dead. Yeah, So, but it was a good send-off to the ancestors.
0: It sounds like a real fun time.
1: <laughs> so anyway, to questions asked by some of the white men concerning a sudden death, the standard statement was that the deceased had met death by choking on a chicken bone. Oh, well, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, so, he, you know, that was the standard <laughs> how they died. When are you going to get to the roosters? Oh, we're, we're getting there, we're okay. getting there. Now, okay, now keep track of this, Zeb. Okay, there were six Chinese companies, okay, so I can only assume that's like a, six Chinese groups. Okay, okay, that operated in Alder Gulch, right there, yeah, and every Chinese in the Gulch was a member of one or the other of these six
0: that doesn't sound like it would be a good okay. idea,
1: but it was never definitely known that the Virginia City companies were connected with the six great Chinese tongs they were called in San Francisco. But are they you may telling me they're kind of like unions S- well, brotherhoods or something yeah, something like that yeah. so They think that these six in Virginia City were hooked into the ones in San Francisco. So
0: if you were in the wrong bunch of dudes, you could end up in trouble.
1: Yes. Okay. So anyway, at the head of each of these companies was uh, what they called a martinet, and his word was law among his followers. Yeah. Okay. The members quarrels were settled not by themselves, but by the head men. Quarrels caused by differences over leases. Uh, ground. Uh, gradually, it grew into two factions. Okay, so the four companies lined themselves together against two.
0: Oh, that doesn't sound okay. fair.
1: so now we got two groups. Bring on the roosters. Okay, <laughs> we're getting there. Now, the white residents of Virginia City described these factions as the Four Company and the Two Company. Okay, are you still with me? No, I'm not. I, for some reason, my team got locked in the locker room. Okay, all right. We're down to two men yeah. and two companies. Ah, men, and ah, wah. The four company and the two company. Yeah. All right. I wonder if the listeners are having a hard time following I, I hope not. This. I'm trying okay. to go slow. Okay. Now, there was a feeling of intense hatred that developed, and unable to settle their differences peaceably, they engaged in open warfare. Okay when the two company group secured control of a choice lease of of unusually rich ground which the four company had tried to get
0: okay so we got 2 against 4 but the 2 are winning so far okay
1: so here we got okay <laughs> Maybe I just should quit trying to explain this and just keep going. Okay, so here we go. A conference conference was held by the heads of the four company in which they came to the decision that the two company should either surrender this lease or fight. Okay, now,
0: okay. We're, now we're getting down to a street gang here. Yes, yes. Okay,
1: okay so the two-company group replied to the demand by entrenching themselves about the ground in question. So they're up on this ground that they want to keep. Each man in two-company was supplied with a rifle and a considerable amount of ammunition. Okay, now the four-company also armed its men, and the battle was on. You Uh, still haven't brought the chickens in. Oh, we're getting there. How much time do we have? Okay. (laughs) Not enough. All right, so here we go. It's a desperate fight. Uh, For two days, the Gulch was under constant fire. There were about 200 men fighting on the side of the two company and about 400 men fighting on the other side. And nobody's winning. No. People coming into or leaving Virginia City found it necessary to detour over the hills to avoid the battle zone. Well, how would you drive through the canyon if (laughs) they're shooting at each other? Well, you just go around. Take a chicken. Yeah. Now, thousands of shots were exchanged, but owing to the poor marksmanship of the participants, there were no casualties. And not even a powder bird. You're kidding. <laughs> now, at last, all the ammunition was I gone. I know where
0: you're headed. They shot the chickens.
1: Not, not yet. Okay. <laughs> so, all the ammunition was gone. No victory for either side. Now, the four Company decided to revert to an ancient Chinese warfare. Its members sharpened shovels, pitchforks, and pikes, and for added appeal, the warriors wore these ferocious-looking masks. Holy smokes! Now the Halloween two... on steroids. Yeah. Now the two companies served, uh, actually suffered two casualties. Really? There was a small two-company Chinese man who was running down the gulch, being chased by a tall four-company man. Yeah, yeah. Armed yeah. with a sharpened shovel. The small man finally stumbled and fell, and the adversary removed his head with
0: a shovel. You come up with some of the most <laughs>
1: pleasant-sounding stories. OK?, anyway, you still
0: so, haven't got the chickens okay, in here. We're, we're
1: getting there. I, I'm sure we'll, we'll have okay. time. Now, hearing about the shovel casualty, the sheriff of Madison County decided that enough was enough. A posse was organized and dispatched to the scene of the battle. A band of 40 Chinese were placed under arrest and housed in the Virginia City Jail. An investigation followed the arrest, and as a result, two members of the four company, Awa and yeah, I remember them, were charged with murder. Yeah. So a, a preliminary hearing was said, held. And,
0: and, and they were with the four company?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the hearing opened with a mob of Chinese witnesses, and each was requested to swear upon the Bible to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's where we're going to run into a problem. The chickens. We're getting there. (laughs) So they talked all right, but they talked about everything except the subject of the murders, and in combination with Chinese and Pigeon English, uh, the questions put to them were... Now
0: you're talking about
1: pigeons. I know. The questions put to them were politely and... Definitely evaded, and the prosecution got nowhere. Anyway, after a day and a half of this, it was suggested that two Chinese interpreters be, be brought in from San Francisco. Oh, right So here we go. The interpreters arrived, and they said, hey, what's the trouble? What's going on here? They asked the judge. The judge said, well, says these men won't tell the truth, even on the witness stand. Well, the Chinese people were very honest. They said uh, they have uh, taken the oath to tell the truth, or have they taken the oath to tell the truth? And he said, well, they swear on the Bible to tell the truth, and then they carry on like nobody can understand them. So the interpreter said, well, he says, you don't know anything about the white man's, they don't know anything about the white man's Bible. So what he said, here's the chicken's at. You must obtain a freshly killed white rooster, then ask each witness to dip his fingers in the blood, after which you will get the truth. Okay? Yeah. And again, to our Chinese listeners, let me know. (laughs) uh, I'm just not sure how reliable this is. Don't
0: worry about offending anybody. I do it every
1: day. Okay. Well, anyway, the judge agreed to this procedure. Okay. okay. But soon discovered a drawback to it. There were a hundred witnesses and not enough uh, of the special birds to go around. The sheriff sent his deputies out to round up poultry, and before the hearing started, the jail yard was filled with crates of white roosters. That they all had to. And each witness was sworn in. He would be led out into the yard, the head of a white rooster chopped off. And in the blood of the freshly killed rooster, he would be sworn to tell the truth. And as the trial proceeded, the jail yard took on the appearance of a slaughterhouse. And, it was um, kind of the old-day Colonel Sanders, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but everybody had their philic chicken pie. Now, at the end of the hearing, the magistrate uh, bound Ah Wah and Ah Yen over to the grand jury. The grand jury indicted them for murder. And shortly afterwards, they were tried in the district court. Now, the accused murderers were defended by Colonel Sanders. Are you making this up? I'm not making this up. (laughs) I thought you'd like that. Anyway, at the trial, the rooster oath, uh, having served its purpose, was dispensed with uh, to the chagrin of the chicken fanciers. Now, how many chickens did they do away well, with? Well, they had at least a hundred witnesses.
0: So, holy smokes! But
1: anyway, why did they have to have a fresh bird for everyone? Uh, I don't know that. That's why I'm hoping we get some oh. uh, insight from our some of our listeners in China. Holy anyway, smokes! Anyway, they uh, were declared guilty and they were given the death sentence. uh oh! Now. A jury uh, actually only had 11 people, which was actually unconstitutional. You're supposed to have 12. Yeah. So a new trial was ordered. One of them was out there plucking chickens. (laughs) Yeah. So Awa and Ayen were returned to the county jail. And it took a year before they came up for trial again. Holy smokes. Now, in the meantime, a new prosecuting attorney was in office. A new district judge was on the bench. The two prisoners were brought into court by the sheriff. Now... Uh, here's quote uh, what the defense said. Are you ready to proceed with the trial of Awa and Yen The judge questioned. The prosecuting attorney said, "I am, Your Honor." But one of the attorneys for the defense then arose and said, "Your Honor," he said, "This is a trial for murder. The rule of the law is that when a man is on trial for his life, he must be present. Otherwise, the proceeding will not stand." So. Are these persons not the defendants, Ah Wah and Ah Yen, who are charged with murder, asked the judge. They are not our clients, stated the attorneys for the defense. The prosecuting attorney, who had not been present at the first trial, admitted he didn't know who they were. Oh, my goodness. The sheriff six. was called into the courtroom when questioned. He admitted he didn't know who they were. <laughs> so the uh, defense attorney said, Your Honor... All, uh, these Chinese tend to look somewhat alike, and if these men are not the defendants, I don't know who they are. Now, Go ask a chicken. Yeah, so the Chinese interpreters were called before the court as well as the head men of all the six companies and all affirmed that the prisoners were not the men accused of murder. you got to be kidding me. The prisoners had been released. Holy.: cow. Anyway, so afterward the true facts of the mystery of the mixed-up defendants came out. The quarrelling companies, the four company and the two company, had yeah. kind of come together, yeah. united <clears throat> best buddies uh, to save the lives of the men in jail. Yeah. So while in jail, the prisoners had, they had a lot of visitors and two Chinese uh, about the same size and general appearance as the prisoners visited them in their cells, and while making their visit, they changed clothes. The murderers, who casually walked out of jail before the eyes of the jailer, they escaped, and once they got out of jail, they just kept on going. You're kidding. So as a result, there were no defendants to prosecute and uh, no trial. So the only real result of the court activities was that the sheriff lost a job, there was a shortage of white roosters, and the country was out several hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> you know, i got to tell you, of all the stories that you've had on this program, I'm really tired. <laughs> I well I know it stressed your your our both of our mental I mean capacities. I was trying to go from Ayen to Awa and four company. company and two company and a bunch of dead chickens and yeah. holy smoke.
1: So my question to our listeners in China is this something that just was a custom here yeah. in Virginia City among these two groups or is that something that came from the old country? Don't you feel like China? you're
0: opening up a big hole here?
1: I am, but I want to know the truth.
0: I don't know if I do. <laughs> Holy anyway. smacks. I got to I got to think about this for a yeah. while, and I hope that you have a less um, what do I want to say involved <laughs> story next week.
1: But you know, the Chinese were a huge help in the United States. Oh, they were. I mean, the building they of the were. railroad, the mining—they they were a huge help in settling Bad the west for the chicken industry. Yeah, <laughs> well, fresh chicken. <laughs>